Hi, I'm Candace Bozarth, and today's leadership quote comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. The Leader Assistant Podcast is brought to you by Goody. If you send business gifts to employees, clients, or sales prospects, Goody is a game changer. You can send one gift or hundreds at a time without ever worrying about shipping details. With Goody, your gift recipients provide all their shipping info, and they can even swap out your gift for another option if they prefer. It's free to start gifting, and you can get a $20 credit when you sign up. Oh, and if you mention you heard about Goody from the Leader Assistant Podcast, Goody will add an extra $10 credit to your account. So go to leaderassistant.com slash Goody, that's G-O-O-D-Y, to start gifting today. Again, that's leaderassistant.com slash Goody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows. Uh, You're listening to episode 158. You can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 158. That's leaderassistant.com slash 158. And today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Candice Bozarth from Denver, Colorado. Candice, how is it going? Uh, it's going great, Jeremy. How are you? Good. I uh, almost said Kansas because um, I was thinking about how <laughs> driving to Denver from Kansas City is not fun having to drive across the state of Kansas. The state of Kansas is a very long state. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, how did you get into the executive assistant world? And tell us a little bit about your career and then where you're at currently. Yeah, so um, back in the early 2000s, I was in college and I ended up with a job supporting the art events on campus. Um And I really enjoyed doing that. And so when I graduated from college with an arts degree, um, you know, it was the mid 2000s and the market wasn't great. And so I, instead of going into a performing career, um, ended up launching my admin career from there. So I worked for a very small uh, 501c3 wannabe that only lasted a few months. Uh, And then from there, I worked in construction for a little bit. Um, Then my job after that would have been a startup rocket, reusable rocket company out in California. And that was an absolute blast. Pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) I took a few years off after that to stay home with our kids. And then in early 2020, I went back to work in private asset management as an admin to the president. And then here we are currently now in my current job as the EA to the chief revenue officer. Nice. And what's your favorite part about being an assistant? I really like serving people. I find that it brings me a lot of personal satisfaction to figure out what people need and get it for them. Nice. And what's your least favorite part? 
Oh boy. Uh, sometimes it's making phone calls. Hmm. What do you not like about the phone call experience? As I get older, it's a lot better, but you know, when you're first starting out, there's all that anxiety of how's this phone call going to go? Are they going to want to talk to me? Are they going to take me seriously? Uh, that's not so much of a problem at this point in my career, but sometimes I'm kind of like, I still feel the same way. You know, how's this phone call going to go? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember there was a time, well, I still am kind of this way. I'm like, do I really have to call this person? Can I just email or <laughs> text? But I remember there was definitely a period where anytime my executive was like, Hey, just call him, just call him. I'm like, ah, dang it. You really want me to call him? <laughs> I'm, I'm an introvert. So I was like, ah, I don't know. I know. I'm also an introvert. So email texting is great. You can't always text everybody. Yeah. Cool. Well, what um, we're, we're actually the topic for this episode is how to know when it's time to move on. So tell us a little bit about your last role and when you kind of realized that it wasn't for you or maybe what was it that triggered the questions of, you know what, is it time for me to find a different role or a different organization or a different executive? So my last role, I kind of fell into a little bit backward when I decided to go back to work. I actually took a temp job as a receptionist for a little bit until I found a permanent job and did so well there that when they had uh, the assistant to the president open up, they asked me if I wanted to interview for it. And so it had been a great experience being there for the six weeks I think that I had worked with them and I was really gung-ho about doing it, but I didn't actually understand what the job was. And so I kind of ended up in a position where it wasn't the job description, the job duties weren't necessarily what I wanted to be doing. Okay. So then what did you try to work that out with the executives in the, in the current uh, or the that company or were you like, eh, okay, this is, it's time to move on. Like, was that literally all it took? <laughs> no, that wasn't all it took. I was there for about 15 months when I decided to take a coaching call because it just felt very stuck and I did not feel good at what I was doing. And it was through this coaching call that it tumbled out that this just wasn't the position for me. The position itself has a very set list of responsibilities. So there wasn't really room to move outside of that or to change it up a whole lot. I'd had my yearly review and sort of suggested, oh, I'd be interested in doing these things. And it was sort of like, we're not really looking for you to do that. And it wasn't negative at all. Actually, my last boss was incredible. We had a great relationship. It just wasn't for me. And so between those two things, which happened, I think within two weeks of each other, I just decided from there that it was time to start looking. Hmm, that makes sense. So what was step one once you made that decision to start looking elsewhere? Uh, step one is always get yourself together as much as possible. So I got the resume out. I started looking for 
professional development groups and seeing what I could find in there, I knew that I wanted a much different position than I had. And so I just one, figure out what that was, what that looked like, which involved sifting through a lot of job descriptions online. Um, and then also I found the leader assistant group. And from there is where I would just take it as much information as possible. Nice. How did you find the leader assistant community? I really don't remember at this point because a year ago feels about 10 years ago. Um, I think your book was pretty new at the time. And I think maybe I saw something on LinkedIn and that clued me into the group. So I signed up for the group and just kind of started hanging out and seeing what people were saying. Um, I eventually signed up for the premium membership. And so I listened to all the catalog sessions and started coming to the monthly Saturday sessions as well. What would you say was um, maybe the most impactful session or topic that we covered in the premium membership that, that really helped help move you towards this new position? Oh, man. I have to really think about that one. I know there's a lot of them. <laughs> We've had a lot of sessions. but I think I might have listened to a bunch of the sessions that all revolved around changing jobs, your resume, and preparing that way. I can't think of anything specifically right in the moment. For those of you listening who are wondering what the heck she's talking about, the Premium Leader Assistant community is an ongoing professional development, coaching, and community um, that we have of global assistants, and we do monthly training sessions, um, Zoom calls, and we record them and put them on the site, uh, private site, so that you can watch all the replays, and that's what Candice uh, was referring to uh, with the with the back backlog of the catalog of sessions and going through all those resources and really soaking it in. Um, you know, Candice, you you mentioned when we talked about having a conversation for the podcast, you mentioned overcoming imposter syndrome. What what was being a part of the leader assistant community um, bringing to light, and and how how did it help you? overcome the imposter syndrome? I think that everybody that is actively involved in the leader assistant group is incredibly confident and it's not necessarily brash confidence, but everybody comes to the table and they bring everything that they've got. And so just seeing that there are other people out there who do what I do, who love to do the same things I do. And then just, you know, looking at their LinkedIn and seeing, oh, this person's great. They do all these things. So you went to check people out on LinkedIn and you're like, wait, these are people just like me. Yeah, they are people just like me. And the other thing that I found really helpful was I did take Al Hussein's resume course. Mm, and I yeah. think that was probably one of the most revolutionary things I'd done as far as changing jobs was just his perspective on how you should present yourself was so much different than anything I had personally done up to that point. And it gave me a lot of confidence to go out into the job market and look for what I really wanted, not back down, not take a smaller role. Um, a lot of job postings now, which is really nice, you know, tell you to overcome 
that gap for yourself and send in your resume anyway. Mm. Um, and I definitely did that and got some callbacks for jobs I never thought I'd hear from. And that was also very helpful. I also decided to have a year of no, which I think is when you're a perfectionist, you're always hesitant about things because if they're not perfect, it's an automatic failure. And so I just decided to listen to no as much as I could. So, you know, sending out resumes for jobs you don't think you're qualified for, talking to people who you think might be, you know, much further in their career or way better in their skill set than you are. Those are all things that really helped propel me forward and give me a lot of confidence. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. Al Hussein, Matt Haney, uh, has a course called the assistance guide to crafting the perfect resume. And, uh, you can check that out at resume.assistanceguide.com and be sure to, yeah, check out that outline for that course. It really is the best executive assistant, um, industry specific resume course and even template, um, that you can just make your own um, out there. Um, and I've had several assistants, even in the last few weeks that have reached out saying, Hey, I think it's time for me to move on to a different role. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? And, and that's like my step one is like, go take that resume course and get your resume up to par, uh, if you want to have a chance. Um, so I'm glad that it was helpful for you as well. It's a really great course. And like I said before, it's a very revolutionary way to look at your job history as a set of accomplishments instead of a set of tasks that you carry out. Mm, Yeah. So then how did you, you know, you've already talked a little bit about how you took the course and really gained a lot of confidence from the leader assistant community. Um, Was there other aspects of being a part of the membership that really helped you like maybe even in the interview process did it ever come up like you know hey i'm a part of this global or national community and we have i can tap into the resources of that community if i ever get stuck on the job or did 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 that kind of conversation ever happen with your current team when you were interviewing Not when I was interviewing. I have mentioned to my boss a few times that I have an EA group that I am a part of and I workshop with and that it's been great to have that in conjunction with my new job. We just did, what was the last month's Saturday session? Oh, goals, I think. Goals. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm smiking on that. (laughs) Yes, we did a whole session on goals. Um, And what is amazing is so my office follows the Traction Rock setup. um, And it was really nice to kind of be in that call and see how just together my company has it as far as letting everybody have accomplishments. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, like... like, uh because some of the EAs were talking about how their company doesn't really have goals for assistance or they don't, they don't even expect us to fill out a, a goal or, or whatever. And 
one of the, I, th- I remember one of the members was like, oh, I just did it anyway because because <laughs> I'm a leader assistant and I'm going to do it anyway. But you're saying your your organization, current company, has a structure for everyone to participate in that process. We do. And I find that very reassuring. You create that yourself, get approval by your boss, and then you're off and running to make things happen at work. Um, I guess you could have a boss that doesn't require you to have goals, but I don't understand how you get progress out of that. Yeah. And I think it's silly to decide that an assistant shouldn't have goals. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All of our leader assistant folks are very goal oriented. They come to the table and they bring a lot with them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have to ask you one note about or one question about your prior experience. You mentioned you worked in like space tech rocket ships. Yeah. What was what was there any like fun time? Like, did you get to watch a rocket take off or anything crazy like that? I did. I did get to watch a rocket take off a couple of times. Um, I got to host one of the NASA labs for an event that we did. It was it was a small barbecue after a launch, but it was still incredible to get to interact with everybody from that lab and be able to do that with them. Nice. And are, is that company still still um, launching rockets? They are actually. They have done a lot in the last ten years since I left. Um, I believe that they might be landing on the moon next year from what I've read. Wow. I know. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just amazing how, um, you know, one of the things I love about the executive assistant career is you literally can find an executive assistant in any industry, any organization, any, any company. It's like, it's so industry agnostic that it's it's awesome to, to see people like you go from private asset management, construction, space tech, you know, just all over the place, but your skills are transferable. Yeah, that has been really enjoyable to not be stuck in one specific industry based on skill set. Yeah. Awesome, Candice. Well, um, what would you, I'll kind of wrap, wrap it up. Thanks so much for being on the show. What would you tell a brand new assistant? What's like one or two things that you would encourage them, them to do as they launch their brand new assistant career? I would say definitely find EA groups to be a part of that knowledge from them is invaluable. And depending on where you end up, you might be the only assistant or one of two assistants. And so without, you know, having a mentoring situation, you're never going to really find what you actually need. Um, The other thing I would say is just hang on as much as you can, you'll get there. If you have drive and intelligence and the desire to be awesome at what you do, it will all come in time. Hmm. Nice. Very well said. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And good luck with, uh, your role. And I'm so glad that you ended up moving on and, and putting in the work and the time and energy to, 
develop yourself and grow your confidence and find community. I'm, gl- I'm so thankful and, gr- and grateful that the leader assistant um, community was uh, a big part of that story for your transition. And I'm just happy to see how your career progresses going forward. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy the Leader Assistant community, and your book is amazing. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, take care, and thanks again for being on the show. For those listening, uh, you can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 158. And Candice, if it's all right, I'll share your LinkedIn URL so people can connect and grow their network and say hi to you. Yeah, that would be great. Please review on Apple Podcasts. Go bullos.com.